Hey y'all, last week I had mentioned that I was going to be opening applications for Transcend Your Dichotomy training camp toward the end of the week. And for reasons that I discuss in today's episode, that did not happen um, in very important reasons. So, um, but I'm going to get into that later. I have not decided exactly what day applications are going to open. I've decided to take a pause and make sure to do this right rather than do it fast. And that means that I really need to revisit all of my marketing and make sure that I'm being really clear on why it is that we need to do the work that we are going to be doing inside of that program. So keep an eye on the podcast feed and make sure that you are subscribed to my newsletter because on the day that applications open, you're going to get an email and you're also going to see a bonus episode come up on the podcast. It could be at the end of this week, but again, I um, have not officially decided. What I can tell you is that rather than starting on January 25th, we will most likely be starting the first week of February and that I am going to be giving myself the space to make sure that everything that I put out related to this program is fully aligned with the message that I really want to be furthering right now. Um, again, for reasons I'm going to get into in this episode. So Thanks for being patient with me. If you already know that you want in on Transcendent Academy Training Camp, you can always send me an email or send me a DM over on Instagram and we can chat about it. Um, But you will be hearing more very soon. You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we explore and expose the illusion that being a successful entrepreneur is at odds with our deepest desires, our truest selves, or the impact we're after. I'm Brooke Monahan, and it's my hope that this podcast will inspire you to let go of what you think you should do and embrace your very own transcendent vision. So at the time that you're listening to this, it will be about one week out, um, just about from the day that Donald Trump's supporters attempted a coup by infiltrating the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. And I'm just going to say that me wading into this territory of discussing what this means for our work and letting you in on what I have learned, um, which is what I always do. It's what I've done from day one. So, you know, it feels wrong to not do it here. Um, But it still feels really, really vulnerable and really uncomfortable because I am aware of the fact that I have a lot of fucking work to do. However, I also know that from what I witnessed in myself and in my own business last week, I know that there is a direct tie between the work that I do and the work that I want to further and support you all in doing, and the unlearning of things that were taught to us, things that we were conditioned to do, things that we were led to believe, things that we have internalized that make it so that things like what happened last week can happen and we can just move the fuck on like it's no big fucking deal. That is some cult level fucking brainwashing. That's what I am saying. Nothing about what happened last week was okay. It was not okay. And the fact that it's just like we have gotten to a point where we have come to expect this and can just move on like it's not that big of a deal and actually start to see officials like our fucking president, by the way, 
express understanding for these people and say things like, oh, they were just expressing disappointment. I understand how you feel, right? Like the police chief, and I believe it was the police chief in Chicago who said individuals are allowed to do whatever they want. They were just expressing disappointment, right? Aside from how different this would have been treated if these were not white people, which I don't even, I hope I don't even have to go there because we don't even have to speculate. We watched it happen, right? We watched our own military roll out during Black Lives Matter protests. We watched them use a fucking military helicopter to show a, in a show of force like we do to incite fear and panic in combat. Right? We watched our military do that. We have seen the murder that has been committed. We have seen the brutalization. We've seen it. We don't need to speculate what would happen. We've seen it our whole fucking lives, so we know. Right? Aside from all of that, I want to call attention to the fact that things like what happened, happened. And we have been programmed and conditioned to just continue like it is no big fucking deal. And not only to continue like it is no big deal, but to actually think that that is like what is expected of us. And that is like somehow our duty. And if we don't, we are fucking weak. I held space for multiple people last week who actually expressed to me that They were not doing well last week because of what happened. They were having a hard time processing it. And they also felt like they still needed to continue to show up the way that they would if nothing had happened because, like, they need to show up for other people. Or, um, you know, things were not okay last week and they were not doing well. And they were immediately feeling this panic of like, but I said that this was the plan. I said that I was going to put this thing out on this day and I'm really feeling like I'm not prepared for it. And I don't really know if this is even an alignment. I don't even know if this is what the world needs, but I said that it was the plan. So I have to do it. I have to deliver. And myself, right? I was going into a launch and on Friday I was planning on releasing a bonus episode here and opening the doors for an upcoming program and I just continued as normal. I've already got all of my content for this launch done and scheduled to go out and like it did not even fucking cross my mind that maybe now's not the time to just continue business as normal. And I just let everything go out. I continued, I, I distracted myself from work, which is totally my MO. I powered through in an effort to just kind of keep myself steady because that is how I have learned to manage my own emotions when the shit hits the fan is I just distract myself with my work. I put my head down and I fucking power through. Overdrive is my default mode. And it was not until the afternoon when I saw a post from Tristan Katz who I interviewed on the podcast before. If you go back to the episode on social justice for entrepreneurs, I I interviewed them here. And Tristan said, like, today's not the day for you to be promoting your offers. Sometimes, like, when things like this happen that are not normal, it means that you need to, like, you know, 
step back for a minute and let the messages that need to be heard be heard. And immediately when I saw that, I was like, fuck, like, holy shit, I didn't do it the right way. And then all of this resistance about, yeah, but what am I going to do? I just have the, I have this whole plan. And what, like, it sent me into a total panic, right? And very quickly, I started to realize, oh, <laughs> this is the conditioning. This is the same voice, the voice that's telling me that I need to power through this. And if I stop, it's go everything is going to crumble. And if I stop for even for something as serious as this, it's going to derail everything in my life. So I better just keep going, even if I do feel like slowing down would be a better way to proceed, more aligned with my values, a way to honor myself, right? This is this voice is the same voice that leads me to run myself into the ground, to build things in a totally unsustainable way. And it is also the conditioning of white supremacy culture. I am going to link in the show notes to the resource that I have used, which is at dismantlingracism.org, which lays out some of the characteristics of white supremacy culture. But I am going to name some of them here because they are the ones that I have witnessed time and again come up for myself, come up for many of my clients. And as you listen to these, I just want you to think about the fact that, or think about whether or not you have chosen these. So um, more likely than not, you are holding yourself to um, certain standards that are based on these norms. And generally, um, we have not chosen these for ourselves. And when we look at them and we realize that these are not things that we have chosen, that these are things that were placed there by somebody else, and that actually they are not serving us, and that actually they are causing us to live our lives in a way that um, is really not aligned with the way that we want to be living or running our businesses, it opens up a whole new way of operating that can be very difficult to actually wade into because at every turn they creep back up and we have to start noticing them. And the reason why I say that this is so closely linked to the work that I do and the reason why I feel that I need to record this episode and we need to talk about this explicitly is because in my the program Transgender Dichotomy Training Camp, which I've been talking about on this up on this podcast for a couple of weeks at this point, I actually spend like almost a month on like unlearning these this way of thinking we need to do things. And there are things that I teach in that program that at first glance seem fucking bananas. Like the idea that, you know, we don't need to create the perfect plan and then follow the plan to the T in order to get where we're going or you know the idea that like the way that we have approached our work up until this point is just through hard work and that actually like we don't need to do that in order to get where we're going um those ideas at first like it takes a 90 minute session for me to explain why those things are not true and when i look at um you know the characteristics of white supremacy culture i'm looking at a list of characteristics that in those teachings, I'm kind of 
drawing attention to um, and to our needing to unlearn them in order to build businesses that are actually aligned with the impact that we want to create in the world, right? So it doesn't at all make sense because this is how we can best contribute to change. And this is how we can make sure that our businesses are aligned with who we really are. And it's also how we can get back into our own agency, and put ourselves back in the driver's seat and make sure that we are making the fucking decisions. Because one thing that I know is that I attract a whole lot of people who were socialized female. I am not attracting many men. And when I talk about my work with people who maybe I have a meeting in real life or whatever, it's usually from men who are going to look at me sideways and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I think that the reason for that is because we as people who were socialized female and people who are generally not in positions of power, um, I think that we've internalized the a lot of these characteristics even more so. And whether it be, um, you know, exactly what the forces are for that, I'm not going to quite get into. But I will say that, like, uh, these are actively keeping you out of your agency. And they're keeping you out of your agency in many, many ways. I usually am talking about the way that it's holding you back in your business. But let's be clear about the fact that when you are out of your agency, the effects go far beyond just your life and your business. Right. And so when I talk about things like, um, you know, getting more money into the hands of people who actually give a shit, like unlearning this shit, there's a reason why unlearning these things um, why that is a very important step in doing so. And I think that it makes total fucking sense that I'm finding myself sitting here going, oh, if I were really living my work, then I would be taking a fucking pause right now. And I wouldn't be pushing through with a launch plan that, um, feels like maybe it's kind of out of alignment with the messages that people need to hear right now, but um, that I have convinced myself that I don't, if I don't move forward with it, that it's going to mean X, Y, Z about me, or that my business is going to crumble. It's going to affect my, my, you know, income in a certain way. And so I need to just fucking forge ahead. So a few of the characteristics that I see come up um, over and over and over again. Number one would be perfectionism. Um, another one would be sense of urgency. And sense of urgency is one that I've actually been thinking about a lot lately. And the way that sense of urgency shows up in um, predatory like marketing practices and business practices and sort of, I mean, a false sense of urgency in that like it's become sort of normal to just fucking lie to people to make them make split second decisions so that they're not actually thinking through if they actually need what you're selling. Um, but also like, how are we, how are we buying into the idea that if we're not like immediately responding to things and not taking a moment to reflect on what's being asked of us and feeling into the decisions and all of that, how are we buying into the idea that that's not like professional? Um, and actually it's, it's so funny to me because like just 
last week, I put an autoresponder up in my email to clearly set boundaries um, with people who may be contacting me who have other channels already set up to receive support from me on, on particular days, or people who are emailing me and expecting immediate responses to be like, I'm, I'm no longer holding myself to a standard of urgency and immediacy. I just don't think that it serves us collectively, and it definitely doesn't serve me individually, so I'm not doing that anymore because I get to fucking make my own decisions. And and it's just interesting to me that then a clear display of white supremacy carries out right before my eyes. And I don't realize the ways that I am um, imposing a false sense of urgency on myself to just, you know, get the work done, get the work done, keep moving forward. Quantity over quality is another characteristic of white supremacy culture that uh, unsurprisingly, I find myself talking about all the time, right? I'm constantly talking about like, are you just trying to check the boxes? Are you just trying to say like, okay, I put this thing out, like I got it out, I, I pumped more out, I, I was so productive today because I did all of these things versus taking a minute and actually deciding for yourself like, what you want to put out there and how you want to show up and how you can be more aligned and specifically what you want your message to be versus just pumping shit out. And um, we also see this with the way that we try to boil everything that we do down into something that is very measurable, right? Everything needs to be so many steps and it needs to be very clear where you get from each step, the exact measurable place that you're going to end up. And there needs to be a clear, measurable transformation in all of your marketing. And if you're not doing that, then what you're putting out there just isn't valuable. And why would you ever expect anyone to buy it from you? That is what we are taught. And my point of view is that that teaching is actually you just being taught and how to bullshit other people, right? It's you passing along. It's you feeding, being taught how to feed this cycle. And when we buy into the fact that it is true, we hold ourselves to the standards that we need to show up that, that way and do the same thing. And we then feed the cycle. Um, there's only one right way to do things, right? the quote right way, the way that we kill ourselves to try to try to do business the right way. Worship of the written word. If it's written down, then it is just the way that it is. If it's not and it wasn't documented, then that isn't clearly not what you should be holding yourself to. Either or thinking or black and white thinking, which we know is not a reflection of reality. You heard Tanya Geisler talk about this when she was on talking about imposter complex, the way that we can start to measure everything in extremes. And actually, we know that the reality is the gray area in the middle. But we buy into this, that if we are not the best, then we should just shut up. If we're not the best, then we are the worst. If we're not doing it the right way, then it is completely wrong. Um, it, there's either good or bad. And, you know, obviously this kind of goes along with perfectionism. But I think that one of the really big things that we see here is, again, this need to oversimplify fucking everything. Like in the business world, we are taught that we need to make everything into a fucking clear, like, three-step process with no fucking nuance. And we know that like the real work requires a tolerance for complexity and for nuance and black and white thinking does not allow any space for complexity or nuance. And what I'm saying is like, let's own where we know that things are more fucking complicated than that. Let's own both and. 
Let's say as the expert in what I do, I know that things are not that fucking simple and I'm going to tell you that. I am not going to buy into the fact that I need to also, you know, um, prescribe to this either or thinking. I am not going to live that and thus perpetuate this, right? And objectivity. And this is a fucking huge one. And it is huge in coaching because a lot of what we're doing in coaching, a lot, I mean, perhaps you're not a coach listening to this, but a lot of what I'm doing as a coach and a lot of what other coaches are doing is allowing you to get a more realistic view of your circumstances. And so, you know, and, and allowing you to remove yourself from certain um, emotions that are not really serving you or that are coming from like, for example, when I was talking earlier about how I went into sort of like a panic that was, that was fueled by these beliefs that aren't actually my beliefs, right? Things like that, where we can get a more objective view of our scenario. But what we need to let go of is the idea that there can be no space for our emotions. For those of us who are emotional and sensitive, we should just continue to override what those emotions are actually there to tell us, um, the red flags that those emotions are often there to set off, uh, we should just override that and just go back to the plan, the written word, doing things perfectly, right? Don't trust in what your body is trying to tell you. Don't trust in what your emotions are there to tell you. Just trust that if you just continue to push harder, you will be doing the right thing. That's all that you need to know. When in fact, I believe, I know that your emotions, you might not be in touch with them because of the fact that you are taught to ignore them, um, especially those of us who are socialized female. Uh, but when we get back in touch with that side of ourselves, we realize that those emotions are telling us something, right? Um, feeling resentful, feeling grouchy, angry, whatever is a really good sign of the fact that we are like, over giving, that we are not holding boundaries, that we are not honoring what we need. Um, feeling out of alignment with our values can show up in all kinds of ways. Um, not honoring our emotions and internalizing that can actually affect our, like really seriously affect our energy levels and our health. And something that I am always reminding my clients of is that actually you being a sensitive, emotional human being and getting back in touch with that side of yourself um, generally makes you a lot better at what you do because probably the people who you want to work with are people who are sick of being approached by people who have no fucking space for that right? A part of like your genius and what you bring to the world is you honoring the fullness of who you actually are. And, um, we have plenty of people out there who are building businesses based off of just cold, hard, black and white and no space for sensitivity or emotion or understanding. I don't really think that we need more of that. Um, and you know, if anyone wants to build a business like that, that's totally fine. I don't think I'm your person, but, um, a lot of us are really fucking sick of the fact that everybody who seems to be in a position of power is someone who's just really good at swallowing their emotions. And, um, again, 
this is just a way of taking you out of your own agency and just telling you to shove down what you know. Just push down what you know and just continue to fucking march forward, right? So all of this is to say, and all of those characteristics that I just named, um, all of this is to say that we need to be noticing where these standards that we are holding ourselves to, um, where these were placed on us, given to us and not chosen by us, and whether or not we want to continue to align with them. And I think that in most cases, these characteristics are really not serving us. We think that they are because we have been, we have these false beliefs that tell us that if we don't stick to all of those things, then we're not going to be taken seriously. We can't expect things to work out if we don't do those things. Who are we to think that we can just honor ourselves and leave space for who we really are and just align with our values and still expect to make money, right? That is the, that is what we buy into and it is fucking bullshit. So we think that we need to buy into all of these characteristics in order to succeed. It is not true. And that is what we need to understand in order to, um, I think, get the ball rolling on us kind of wrapping our minds around the fact that, first of all, when you are pushing yourself to meet all of these um these standards and these requirements, you're not, first of all, you're not just sacrificing yourself, right? So we need to wrap our minds around that, especially for those of us who want to be in leadership positions. Um, I consider myself a leader as somebody who is putting out this podcast and sending out my emails and people are looking to for guidance on how to run their businesses and somebody who has clients who is advising people on running their businesses. I consider myself a leader. And as a leader, I need to understand that if I am not actively unlearning these characteristics, then I am perpetuating these characteristics. I am passing on and modeling the behavior and telling other people that this is the way that they should do it as well. For you, you also need to see that when you resist these autopilot kind of responses, when you resist the need to hold yourself to standards that you did not choose for yourself, you are not just making yourself feel good. It is resistance that leads to change. You are modeling this for other people and you are contributing to a world where things don't have to be that way, right? So it's not just about you. And even if it were just about you, it is not serving you. It is not serving you. The same voices that are telling you that you need to just do it perfectly, do more, do it without any sort of emotion, and just show up and fucking keep trudging forward, stick to the plan, do what you said that you were going to do, and don't leave any space for yourself to feel into what is right or wrong, or for you to change your mind, right? That is not, that is not serving you. 
those are the same voices that are going to cause you to run yourself into the fucking ground and that are going to make it so that you cannot continue to show up to your work. And what is the number one thing that we need to do in order to succeed, in order to get where we want to go, in order to create the change that we want to create, in order to create the business that we want to create? We need to just be able to keep showing up. If you keep showing up, you will figure it out. I promise you, you will. If you just keep going, you will get all of the information that you need to course correct and figure things out as you go. The problem is creating a business that makes it so that you as your truest self cannot continue to show up. The problem is you buying into the idea that in order for your business to be successful, you have to become someone else and you fucking don't. And the idea that you do is the conditioning of a dominant culture, which is rooted in white supremacy, right? So you slowing down right now, you saying, you know what? I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to rest. I'm going to get my energy right and figure out what the right next step is. And it might mean that I go back on something that I said. It might mean that something's going to take a week longer than I wanted it to. That is not weakness. That is not you being a flake. That is resistance. And doing it even though all of your instincts are telling you to do something else because you've spent your whole life being told that you should operate according to those norms that you did not choose, right? Resisting all of those norms is going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be inconvenient. That's just the way that it is. But in the long term, please trust me that first of all, not only do we need to fucking do it anyways, but in the long term, it is the difference between you creating something that is actually aligned with your values and the way you want to show up and the change that you want to create, the impact that you want to have, and what you want to be running versus you just perpetuating what is going on right now. That is the difference. Do not believe the lie that if you slow down, that everything is going to fucking crumble and that you are going to be a worthless fucking flake who isn't worthy of success. That is fucking bullshit. You get to make your own decisions. We get to make our own fucking decisions. Let's get back into our agency and stop just driving forward because of what we have been told to do our entire lives, which is based on fucking bullshit. So I do... uh 90 minute teaching on the difference between being committed and hustling in Transcender Dichotomy Training Camp. And to finish our episode today, I just want to give you something that I actually pulled out of one of the, the slides from that teaching. And it is how do we stop running on impulse and stop running according to those autopilot responses that are actually fueling a pattern of us, um, you know, burning out or um, not trusting ourselves or ending up creating something that we realize isn't what we really wanted and burning the whole thing down. Um, you know, how do we do that? And the list that I have is slow down, get quiet, get curious, get honest try on some new fucking beliefs, right? You need to look at what are you believing right now is true. What are you believing will happen if you slow down? And is that really true? 
try on something new there. What would you do if you didn't believe that, right? Hang out with the resistance that comes up and see what comes up. And you need to trust that there are other ways of doing things. You don't, there is no one right way of moving forward. And you won't see what your way of moving forward is if you continue to just blow forward full head of steam with your fucking eyes closed, right? I love you so much. I am deeply committed to unlearning alongside you. And I want you to take a minute, slow down, reevaluate, take a look, get curious and honest with yourself and see how you want to move forward here and know that every time that you do that and there's a voice that comes up that tells you that you are a flake there's a voice that comes up that tells you that you're lazy or irresponsible or that if you keep doing this you can't expect to succeed know that that voice is not your fucking friend that voice was put there by someone else and it was not you and you don't have to fucking listen to it i promise i love you Transcend Your Dichotomy is a one-woman show by me, Brooke Monahan. If you want to support me in the show, the best way to do that is to subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and share with someone who you know needs to hear it. To take the free Circumventing Should DIY workshop and start getting my newsletter where I drop all of my best work, go to brooke-monahan.com. That's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. Love y'all. See you next week.